0: What's up, brother? Amen. I want to give a big thanks to uh, our sponsors Uh, today. Thank you, Schedulicity. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our industry. You give so much love. You give so much love to us. We want to thank you from the bottom of our heart.
1: Well, uh, in 2019, they changed the industry, right? They changed the industry with both Schedulicity Cares by giving away $5,000 a month to a hairdresser and some barbers, right? And Uh, with Schedulicity Pays.
0: Yeah. And Schedulicity Pays was huge ginormous yeah and, and it definitely definitely will save you money
1: yeah no and doubt there's no doubt i mean at 1.99 percent processing fee and for 10 cents uh, a swipe i mean you do your research you can't find better no and a free card reader and a free card
0: reader <laughs> that's right
1: <laughs> which is integrated right into the app right so you don't have to leave the app everything is uh, is right there for you yeah and also we want to bring to the family yeah, so uh, we're also excited to talk about uh, salon scales and welcome them, um, and then they give you the price, which then, in turn, you, you, uh, you, you forward to your, to your uh, client. So what they're doing is they're doing labor and product. So you charge for your labor, you, know, you charge X amount you know, per, per hour, and then you're also um, charging for your product, but they kind of walk you through that. But more importantly to me is you see exactly how much product you're using. And and exactly how much product that it, that it's costing you, right? So, like, I know for instance, like, I was way undercharging like for either a gloss or 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 for a toner because I was using more product than I was actually charging for it. So, you know, for years and years and years, I've been losing money with those services. Well, now I've I've readjusted my schedule, my my pricing, so now I can I can make some more money on 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 those products. Or, so. Not lose money. <laughs> not lose money, exactly. I mean, literally, it's crazy when you do a gloss and now it's costing you money. You know, that that's, that's just silly to like think about. like taking your
0: car to a mechanic and they charge
1: you for labor and not for parts. Exactly, right? you know, exactly. So now now they've given us the ability to charge for that. Um, and, and again, just for me, the, the biggest aha for me was just the awareness of, of, of what these products are actually costing me, because I had no clue before. A really, uh, another really cool thing about salon scales is that you just put in whatever product line that you're using. And and it's already preset in the uh, in the app. You just go to their website and you go, hey, I'm using this product line, that product line, this product line, and it just it automatically puts it in the app for you. So when you're uh, when you're weighing your your product, you just boop, 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 boop. and even if like like because we're independent, what do you got to do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> because we're independent. You know, we use, we use, it's not just one product line that we use or one color line that we use. Like I use, um, I use Schwarzkopf uh, Lightener, but I use Redken um, uh, shades and it's and you're able to put all those products in there so you can weigh exactly, uh, exactly what you, uh, what you want. So they're making it super easy for you. They're making it incredibly easy for you and you're saving money and you can actually make money because I think I said earlier, you can, you can set the price to whatever you want to charge for that, meaning, like if a tube of color is costing you ten dollars, you can mark it up so it's twenty dollars. So when you forward that to your client, that um little bit of a a margin there as well. It's it's so great. Um, again, just thank you very much, Salon Scales. Thank you for being on board with us, and uh, and we can't wait to see how you guys change the industry in twenty twenty. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch,
2: and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corden. Of course, my best bud, Tone. What's up? What's up, homie? I think I'm going to trade Jen, though, because our guest today, man, he's, he's going to become my best bud. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this, this wouldn't be the first time you traded me <laughs> in, right? <So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly, he's one of my one of my favorite, favorite people that we have on this podcast.
1: You know, man. Ditto. He's doing all the right things for all the right reasons to all the right people.
0: Yeah. His heart is genuine, authentic. Yep. Truly, Auth- truly
1: cares, Mister Authenticity himself, right? Yep. So, uh, should we just get in? Let's do it. Because I don't even know what we're talking about, so he's going to let us know. So, <laughs> so today our guest is uh, Tyreek Jackson, and um, you can find uh, Tyreek on I Am Tyreek Jackson on all his social media handles. Um, but we follow him on Instagram, and every Tuesday morning he does something pretty amazing called uh, Tyreek Talks or Talks with Tyreek or something like that. It's uh, he does a live on Instagram every uh, every Tuesday morning about nine thirty uh, Eastern time, and um, listen. He's always laying knowledge, you know?
0: Oh, truly. If, if you want to be inspired, if you want to truly hear an authentic heart. Forget about
1: in. that. If you want to change your life. Yeah. Really? Like, like <laughs> if, that's, not, that's not hyperbole. I mean, like, he's always given the knowledge on how to change your life or how to change your perspective or to how, how to change you how to, to be a better you. you right? How to be a better you. That's Jinx. Good. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tyreek Jackson, welcome back to uh, your day off.
2: Well, thanks, man. Thanks for having me, man. Um, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys. The first, well, the first time I lost my wallet, uh, then I, miss, I completely missed um, uh, the second one we were supposed to do, and then we did another one. We talked about those kids, um, and I think that was just a critical thinking piece. So that was cool. And so now we're back, man. I'm now excited.
1: We're now we're back. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say you out and say that you stood us up, but you know, since you brought it up. <laughs>
0: Especially, we're all hairdressers, so they know like what a no-show feels like.
1: Yeah. You're right. You know, when you get no-showed from like a, a a fellow hair professional, right. it hurts a little bit deeper, right? It's a little. It hurts a little bit more. <laughs> well,
2: the interesting thing is, is no-show, Tyreek. Oh my gosh! So the thing is, is that when I hit you back, I didn't make any excuses. I just completely apologized. I said, you know. I lost track of time I didn't realize it was that day and your shirt says make money not excuses and I may have been busy trying to make some money but I didn't make an excuse and I was completely wrong and you said don't worry about it we'll make it work so uh great shirt by the way
1: yeah so uh w- I guess we got to uh throw it out to Mr. Daniel Mason Jones um he uh this, this is his shirt and that's his saying and uh, if you don't follow Daniel Mason Jones you better get on it uh and all his handles are Daniel Mason Jones.
0: Yeah, these guys, like, talk about Daniel Mason Jones and you talk about Tyreek Jackson. I mean, they both of them have that same spirit, man. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That same heart of giving and, and just, you know, looking out for somebody else that's, that's and others that, first.
1: That's it. These guys are making a living of making, making others better, right? Yep. I'm not, I'm not
2: familiar with them. Tell me a little bit about them.
1: Oh my gosh, dude. Um Daniel Mason Jones is is amazing and and I highly suggest to uh we've done three podcasts with him. I highly suggest that that you do them in order because um because they grow in progression. Um but you know, Daniel was uh he was actually born in a uh in or raised in a religious cult who um he was he was a gay kid growing up, but uh he didn't even know what gay was because it wasn't like they were like his cult was bashing like gays, like you hear so much in the news. They just didn't talk about it. So he had no clue like even what his feelings were or, or that they were different. And um, he ended up at a, he
0: ran away and ended up in a funeral home living in a funeral home and, and started, working there. Yeah. started working there. And he, he's a, he's a great colorist and he learned color by uh, mixing embalming fluid, different what? colors. of Yeah. So like, if you know, like if you die um, from liver cancer, you're yellow, right? So how do you mix embalming fluid to bring you back to your natural, natural color. state mm-hmm. right yeah. or if you drown you know what i mean like if you if you're blue or you know he would learn how to mix color in order to bring you back to your natural state yeah like, the law of
2: color the law of color just doesn't change i don't care how you mix it it doesn't matter no nope. equal parts of equal parts is going to give you the same thing every time so that's pretty cool i never heard that i'm gonna have to look him up
1: yeah, yeah. daniel Mason jones is amazing and um you know the the big thing to him is at 27 years old he did 1.2 million dollars from behind his chair. Not, not the salon, but from behind his chair. And, and uh, on the podcast, he goes into how he did that and what his mindset. And, you know, talk about Mr. Tyreek uh, Mindset Jackson. I mean, he talks about changing your mindset to, uh, to, to, to be successful. Yeah, you know, he so, opened you know,
0: up his salon, too, with, uh, so you can actually uh, go down to Atlanta. His salon's in Atlanta, and uh, shadow him, and he opens his books. He hides nothing. You can see everything in his yeah. books, and he shares yeah. it with everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's interesting. You said mindset. I have a mindset that I think shocks people's thinking because you hear it all the time. Time is money. Time is money. Time is money. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that time is money. Um, You know, so I believe that time is your most valuable resource, your most valuable asset. It's not um, money. And I have a couple of theories and reasons why. And no one has been able to prove me otherwise
1: (laughs) at this point. So you're saying time is not money. It's not money. I think we need to get Daniel on it. They just have to debate this out because I think uh, Daniel would probably uh, think something else, but that's a whole other podcast. So, so I, I, I'm intrigued. You know, how is time not money?
2: So just really simple, just the simple idea of money and what it does and the simple idea of time and what it does, they're not the same. For example, if if I lend you $5, Right. I'm lending it to you. I get it back. You give it back to me. I get the money back. I get the return back. If I charge interest on it, I might get a little bit more than the five dollars. Makes sense. Simple math. Right.
1: Yep.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so if it was 10 percent interest and I gave you five bucks, you'll give me five fifty back. Right. I got my money back plus 50 cents. Simple. If I give you five minutes of my time, I can't get that back. A simple argument, a simple um, uh, gesture, a negative gesture towards someone, you don't get that back. It's gone. The time is over. There was a movie that um, uh, I think it was Justin Timberlake did where he was dying in a certain amount of time. And so in order for him to get more time, he had to buy more life through time. We can't do that. There's a time that we, we grow up. There's a time that we die. And what the most important part is the dash in between. Your tombstone has two numbers on it the time you were born and the time you died. The most significant part of that is that dash in between. And so, you? what did you do with your time? I can tell you what I did with my money, right? I can tell you exactly what I did. So, the fact that you can't transfer time tells you that time is not money. The fact that I can't lend it to you, we use the term, oh, can I borrow? 10 minutes of your time. If I give you 10 minutes of my time, I don't get the 10 minutes back. It's not like I give you 10, then you give me 10. We both lost 10. We both lost 20 minutes. I either gave it to you or you gave it to me. It doesn't matter. 20 minutes is gone. Right. It's not the same with money. Um, money's transferable. Money uh, will produce interest. Um, money um, has, uh, it takes six cents to print a dollar. It takes six, six cents to print five dollars it takes six cents to print ten dollars it takes six cents to print a hundred dollars total value is 126 dollars maybe with Mm -hmm. all those numbers i just kind of threw them out there but it's not it costs a little bit to make that money the time that it takes the laborers who do that they don't get that time back and they don't get compensated in the amount of money that they're producing when they're making it so Mm -hmm. i go to a bank um, I put my money in a savings account. So I save up 150 grand in the bank, right? It's just sitting there. Gains a little bit of interest. Probably not the best decision to do it, 150 grand, but it sits there. When I take it out, I got 150 plus whatever the interest was that it sat there. Make sense? Mm-hmm. I can't put my time and store it up. Michael Jackson tried to sit in a time chamber in an oxygen tank to salvage time. You can't do it. It doesn't happen. It does not exist. So time is not money. Time is your most valuable resource and asset. What you do with your time, you can acquire money or you can't. It depends on what it is and what you're doing. Um, uh, I was talking to a student yesterday in the class and they mentioned, oh, well, you know, I have time to do that. No, you don't. You do not have time to do that. And they're like, what do you mean? Every person has the same 24 hours in a day. You've probably heard it's cliche, right? Sure. But it's what you're doing within the 24 hours. you got people like Jay-Z that's the first black billionaire um, iconic rap artist. Then you have other guys that they haven't arrived and may have been there longer or maybe even the same amount of time. What did he do differently with his time? is what mattered, not just where he invested his money, but what he did with the time. The money's going to grow, the money's going to go. When you lose time, time is gone. So that argument is like dead. Now, mm-hmm. I get it. If I cut one person in an hour and I make 50 bucks in an hour, if I cut two people in an hour, I make 100 bucks. If I cut three, two, whatever, I can make two up to $200 in an hour's time. If that's what I choose to do, depending on how I maximize that time. That's not time is money. That's just maximizing your time to make more money.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Wow, that's I think a it's, whole new perspective. <laughs> Completely.
2: I, I, I think it's a simple explanation. And so it's, it's funny because you'll have students say that. And the students who've heard my teaching on it, because I did like a whole diagram. I wrote it up. I had them. We exchanged money. We did all this stuff. I did, I, I'm, I big, I'm big on exercises. Like that one that we talked about last time with the kids yeah I right. like exercises because they can connect with them. and so a lot of them realize so as soon as one student says, Time is money, the other students be like,
1: ah. <laughs> stirring them down
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know you don't want to start that argument, and it's not it's not about being right. it's about understanding it. yeah, and the problem is most people don't understand it. That's how you have to change the way you view your finances. That's just the way you have to think change your perspective and thinking on how you view your time
0: what so how do you does,
1: So can ahead. you can you break it down i mean let, let's talk about time um mm-hmm. in the sense that 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 how does Tyreek Jackson the man how does he break down his dash you know how does he prioritize what he does with his time
2: so um huh, man it's it's so many things that people so, so I'll tell you what I've been doing the last two weeks. There's, there's. Uh, before I, I'll tell you what I do in the last two weeks, and then I'll get into a little bit of of what four days look like. So, in the last three weeks, I'm renovating. I'm downsizing one of my shops. We're renovating our um, our smaller shop, and we're moving everybody into it. I'm going to save a little bit more money. Um, I'm going to maximize the space a little bit more. Um, we're also going to challenge the entire uh, body of the business to do something different. A lot of them got stuck in the same old way, so it kind of re-energizes them. And so what I've been doing is I get up at 5.36 in the morning. I travel an hour and a half to Philadelphia. That's the time where I'm able to deposit and listen to podcast speakers, anybody that I get poured into, okay? Um, Most people aren't up at 6, 7 in the morning on the phone having conversations. So I get a chance to download information, if you will. You follow me? Yep. Oh, I get yeah. to school when I get to school, um, I'm teaching, I'm administrating, I'm running the school. I'm printing reports right now. Currently to this day, um, we are going through a program review with the department, us department of education. So not the state, not cosmetology board, not the barber board, the us department of education at the same time, we're getting a program review from our NACIS, our, our crediting body. So there's a lot of paperwork that's got to get emailed, scanned, submitted, back and forth, email, scanned, submitted, nonstop for the past few weeks. So my day right now, because with all that stuff, I leave here at 3.30, drive back an hour and a half to Lancaster. I've been renovating the shop with the contractor, with an electrician, with the plumber, and I'm in there from about 5 o'clock in the afternoon to about twelve one o'clock at night. I'm not seeing my family as much. It's Christmas time. It's holiday season, right? It's, it's, you know, people are shopping, doing stuff, whatever the case may be. These are different things that are happening. And right now, I've been consumed with that. And I get up and do it all over again. I get a little bit of rest. I'm eating in between. But I'm doing it all over again. Those are long days. People are looking at my stories. And people are asking me, like, bro, when do you sleep? But I get, I get good sleep. I get good sleep. It's right now, my time, my wife just sent me a a message. She says, I see how hard you're grinding. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I really appreciate you. And I know that you love our family. So so she recognizes it because I also prioritize time for them. But that's what's been happening the last three weeks, every day, with the renovations. Because I need to make sure stuff is getting done. I have a strategy. I got a system in place. I tell the contractor what I need done. But some stuff, you got to be involved. Some stuff, you. Ju- I can walk in and be there and then leave. Maybe I got to run back to Home Depot or Lowe's. Maybe something didn't work out, whatever. That's what a day looks like. How I maximize my time and prioritize my time is based off of four days. One is a plan day. Y'all might want to write this down. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Done.
2: One, one is a plan day. The other one is a um, work day. The other one is a dream day. And the other one is a freedom day. And I got this strategy. I was doing it, but I didn't understand it. But I got this strategy from a coach that I had hired a while back by the name of Joe Sharp. He is a pastor. He runs a ministry near where I live. And um, he's a strategist and a coach. And he's been doing it for a long time. Um, And so he doesn't even take on new clients. But uh, he reached. He reached out to me. We we were working together, and we came up with some strategies. And he was like, "Tyreek, when you were most productive, was because you worked in those four days. What's the most important day out of those four? You guys think?"
1: Um, plan day.
0: I'm gonna say Freedom Day.
2: Okay. Freedom. Why 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 Freedom Day?
0: Well, I did this men's group. It's, it's this Freedom Retreat. It's just, I mean, you're able to. Uh, just be free of all the stress and free of all the just the wear and tear and, 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 and you know what I mean. Just free yourself from all that so you can plan, so you can work, <laughs> so you can dream. You so, know, so
2: you need that time to decompress, connect with yourself, and connect with other supporting people who to fellowship time or whatever that may be. Yeah. So freedom days are good because it's whatever you choose to do. Whether you want to play golf, you want to play sports, you want to do whatever, or you want to hang out, go fishing, take a nap, go camping. Those are free. They spend time with your friend. Most of us work seven days a week and take one day to spend time with our family. Right. Would you agree? Yeah.
1: Six plus one. Six plus one.
2: Right. So, um, what most people try to do, especially in today's society is what they're trying to have is a Napoleon, uh, Neapolitan ice cream day. They want strawberry, vanilla and chocolate. And so what happens is you're, I got to go to work. I got to spend time with the kids. Then I got to do some work stuff because I got to do the next thing for the next day. And you're, you're, you're doing that all day long, and you're not getting as much done as you could. Plan days are your most important day, but because freedom days is what's most important to you. Mm. Make sense? Right. What's most important to you might be the freedom to rest, the freedom to go fishing or spend time with your kids or do a retreat. or whatever. That's the most important to you. And so in order to get to a place where you can have more freedom days than you actually have work days is you have to have a very strong plan day. So plan days are important. That's when you sit down basically an eight-hour day and you're writing a plan and then a strategy for that plan, how you're going to execute that strategy, who's going to help execute that strategy. There's the three Ds. You either do now, you delegate, or you delay. So if I can get it done in five, 10 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes, I can do it now, maximizing my time. If I can't do it now, I'm probably going to delay it or I'm going to delegate it to somebody else who can do it. If you want to gather nuts, what do you hire? A squirrel. Why?
1: Because they're awesome at gathering nuts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's it. But, but my point is, too many of us are trying to do squirrel jobs because you're a trained monkey or you're, you can, you can do, you can train a monkey to gather nuts, but he's not going to, that's not what he wants to do. That's not what he's gifted in doing. And so you want to position people that you're delegating tasks to, to do what they're good at. You need to get the squirrels to gather the nuts for you. You get a horse to pull the carriage. You get the, the monkey to climb the tree. You get the fish to go swim. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you, you either do it now, you delegate it, or you delay it. Chances are, if you don't delegate it, you don't do it now, and you delay it, it's not that important. Too many times we focus on stuff that we need to delay rather than doing them and delegating them. And so on a plan day, when you're writing out the plan, you're writing the strategy, you're creating how you're going to execute that who you're delegating to do the task and how it's going to get done, you actually get a lot more done, which then frees you up to have more freedom days. Okay. Now you got to work still. If you're working and you're, and you're earning and you don't have a business that is bringing residual income and you have to still do a lot of work or go to work, um, then what happens is uh, you're, you're too busy trying to do the work. And so you do have work days. And so you have to tie in how many work days do I need to work in order to provide for my family? And if you have a strong plan day, you have four or five of those out of seven days in a week, uh, a work day. And maybe you have two freedom days, but there is one more day that's really important. Dream day. Dream day is important. That's the day that you guys decided, Hey, you know what? What? Guess what? What? You know what we should do? What? We should do a podcast. Cool. Cool. How are we going to do that? And you dreamt about it. You dreamt about it. And at first, we're going to do it like this. And then you had another idea and another dream. And you were like, hey, I think it'd be cool if we get some mics. That would increase the sound quality. I think you're right. You know what? My friend works at the thing. We probably can get a discount on some mics. Hey, I'll check Amazon. That's a dream day. you he dreaming, sitting in the room with
1: us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're dreaming about how to make what you already have existing Better, better, more function, um, better technology, whatever it takes to make what you're already doing better. The reason why I can free up my time to spend it with you because I have systems in place. I haven't been full-time in my barbershops since 2008. I got systems in place to keep my shops going. The barbershop is not my priority right now. The school is. I'm at the school every day, Monday through Friday, unless I'm traveling. But I don't have to be in the classroom anymore because I created a system, a curriculum that allows the instructors to teach. Now, I have to manage that. I have to watch it. I have to monitor that. And as I'm teaching somebody, training somebody, then I position that person to become the director of education so then they can do it. I can delegate that task to them and then grow more. As Mm -hmm. I'm growing, I'm able to reposition people to grow with me. That's a whole nother podcast. We'll do that one later. Right. That'll be that'll be that'll be, be grow to give. We'll, we'll talk about that one later. You know, wow. we'll do that another time. But 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 in order to understand your finances and to to, to figure out how you maximize your time so you can make more, more money or make money and have money work for you because time is not money, it's your resource and asset. You have to do the things that's going to create the time and space. I still get paid from the barbershop, even though I'm not there. Now I make more money when I'm cutting hair there. Right. But I don't have to, I make money from it. Does this make sense? Yeah. I'm at the school. I got a salary. I pay myself smaller salary than I did when I was working behind the chair. That's so that that way I can continue to hire other instructors. I can keep a bigger salary, but then I'm now, now I'm confined to the classroom. Right. So I got to, give a little bit away so that i can continue to you can't grow if you have
1: full control you're trading dimes for dollars
2: yeah but 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 if if some people want to grow but they want so much they don't want to give up the control of their business i had to give my shop up and and see if somebody can manage it or else i'd still be at the barbershop cutting hair we wouldn't be on this podcast (laughs) Mm.
0: That could be kind of scary too. If, if, if you've never done it and you, you know, of
2: of course, of course it's scary, but there are systems, there's models, there's examples, there's ways to do it. The Walmart, one of the fastest growing businesses at one before Amazon, right? It was Walmart was just doing its thing. Is the owner at Walmart every day? Mm -mm. No. McDonald's people who own McDonald's franchise, you don't see the owner there every day. You probably don't even know who it is. You see the manager. You see the assistant manager. You might even see a regional manager. They all got a different pay scale. The owner might not be there. So somebody's going to rob you. They're going to steal from you. They're going to take something from you. They're going to cheat you. You have to be okay to lose. If you have total control of your business and you're watching everything that's happening, you can't put yourself in a position to grow. Time is not money. It's your most valuable resource and asset. And if I can free myself up from doing something so I can spend time dreaming, planning, strategizing. On the next move, I can make more money. Now I have multiple streams of income. Once I have residual income, I don't have to work as hard and I can enjoy more freedom days and do men's retreats and go on golf retreats and do that kind of stuff because that's really important. I, listen, I love my children. I love my wife and my family. And they know that I sacrificed a lot of my time to do what I'm doing and building. I was an at-home dad for three years, uh, two and a half years. Right. And I got to spend time with my now 11 year old a whole lot. We have the bond different than the other two children. Because the first one, I was working. Right. The second one, I'm building a new business. And so there's, but I prioritize time for them. We do a two week summer vacation, we do all the holidays. There's Wednesdays where we do specific stuff, like it's a movie night or whatever. And I prioritize time for that because the money is not everything. It's what I'm doing with my time. So when you ask what I'm doing with my dash, I'm building something. I'm providing a better life for my family and myself. I'm spending time with the people that I love the most. And I'm positioning myself that I can continue to help grow what I'm building. And I can't do that if I'm constricted with time or if I don't have the fiduciary, if you will, or the monetary means to do it. Most people's barrier to anything is I don't have the money to do it. No, just free up some of your time that you can't get back and strategize and prioritize so that that way you can create something that will make money for you.
1: Mind blown.
0: Uh, Like I said earlier, I mean, the whole perspective of that has changed for me. Completely. Completely. Dude. Now, you know, it makes me reflect like this. Past fifty years and like man, I can't get none of that back. <laughs> <I'm on the laughs> you can't. Nope. Can.
2: But but listen, if you would have invested money every day for the last fifty years, you might be able to get that money back. But the time is gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
2: gone. I was talking. I, I wasted a, a whole worker. lot. <laughs> we all have. I have. I, listen, I I have plenty of times. I wish I could have done stuff differently, you know. But I'm still progressing as I'm growing, and I was uh, one of my contractors uh, who's working at the barbershop right now with this renovation. His friend's a barber. And his friend, listen to the idea. This is what happened for him for real. His friend, who's a barber, parents owned the home and they turned the garage into a barbershop for him. Sounds like a cool idea, right? Great. Mm -hmm. You don't got work for nobody, honey. You can do it yourself. He's working at a barbershop, one man operation in his garage. Parents move out. He owns the home. Cause they sell it to him, give it to him, whatever. He's got the shop going. He has no other income coming in than the hair that he cuts. If he doesn't cut anybody's hair, he doesn't make any money, right? Mm-hmm. He's never hired anybody. He's never trained anybody. He don't want to welcome anybody to work in his house because it's his house, right? Now he's in. a – Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. But he's got the the contractor has a total different perspective now than he did prior to this. Uh. uh um engagement that we're having while we're contracting and fixing the renovations. Right. He's like, what you've done is you've opened up a barbershop, you've hired people and you're not even working at the barbershop. I'm like, no. He says, so that's how you've been able to like step back and do something else. I'm like, yep. He goes, my friend, um, his name's E. I don't know. It's running. It could be Eric. It could be Ellen. I don't know. It's E. He's like E. Um, he can, He's stuck in his barbershop and in the next 20 years, he's going to get older and he's not going to be able, he's been already cutting 20 something years. So, you know, he's like, he's going to get older. He doesn't have anybody to hire. He, his parents set him up, but he didn't set himself up for the next move. And so some of those years where he could have, that would have been a great stepping stone, right? He still could have owned the house and just kept that as maybe his private suite or whatever if he would have and entrepreneurship is not for everybody shop ownership is not i'm not saying that that's what you need to do but if you're thinking about what to do next maybe the one man operation is not the way to go even if you started and hire somebody else to manage it because you don't want to manage people what can you do to set yourself up so you can have more freedom days you need a plan day where you're strategizing, creating all of that stuff. You need a dream day where you're thinking of how to make your business better. You need work days so you can make the money to do what you got to do. And then you have to be able to next create a, um, have those freedom days that you want more than anything.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So, I mean, for our listeners, you know what I mean? It's, uh, kind of like, don't put a monetary value on it. Just, I guess, you know, you got to find your net worth, but, but it's not necessarily dictates into time.
1: Right. What are you doing with your dash?
0: Yep. That's, that's the name of the podcast. What you, doing <laughs> too. what you doing What
1: you doing with your dash?
2: Well, well, when you think about it, think of Steve Jobs. What did yep. what he do in his dash? Right now, we are freaking doing a podcast. I'm in Pennsylvania. You, you guys are in Maryland because of the technology that he created. He didn't necessarily build it, though. Steve Jobs created an idea. He found people. He, cre- he strategized it. He made a plan. He delegated tasks. Somebody used the software. Somebody built the software. Somebody used the hardware. They put it together. And, and now he no longer lives here, but people are still working on his creation. Yeah. You can't replace the creator, but you can always replace the builder. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: You understand what I'm saying? So look. Uh, 100%. From the time he was born to the time he died, what he has done, he has given us the ability to utilize technology and communication in a way that we have never seen ever before.
1: Boom. Dash. Dash. I dig it. Hey, hey, Tyreek, um, because you've motivated so many, how can so many find you?
2: I am on Instagram at I M T Y R I K. Jackson. All of my social media handle is uh, I am Tyreek Jackson. I do a live talk every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. It's called Tyreek Talks Tuesday. Um, that's a whole interesting story. Uh, maybe the next time we connect, I'll tell you how it actually started. Um, yeah. But I definitely appreciate you guys for bringing me back on the show again. Time is not money. Um, it is your most valuable resource and asset.
1: Mr. Tyreek Jackson, once again, a, a humbled